You're listening to the Cultural Curriculum Chat, the podcast that specializes in multicultural education and classroom strategies. I'm your host, Jebe Edmonds. Let's get started. Hey everyone, it's Jebba Edmonds here, and I am so pleased that you are here on my channel today. I am so excited to share with the world my love of multicultural education. And I can't wait to share with you my favorite African folktale because the basis of African folklore is to connect with our people. And I cannot wait to show you one of my favorites. So stay tuned. And we'll get started on Jebba Edmonds today. Now, people always ask me, Jebba, why do you love sharing your culture with your students? And, you know, with my different name, Jebba, I was named after my great aunt, Chief Jebba I.J. of the Vi Tribe. So even since birth, I've always had the notion of being proud of my Liberian heritage and identity through my parents, my grandparents, my aunts and uncles, and my cousins. And with that instillment in me, I was always super hyper-focused, okay, obsessed with learning all about my culture. And I was also super hyper-focused, obsessed with sharing with the world, anybody I came in contact with, how proud of who I am as an individual and how proud of who I am as a Liberian American. And when I became an educator, I had the opportunity to share with all of my students my love of my culture and my love of my heritage. Now, when I set up my story, I always start with folktale, time, time. And my students will say time, time. So I'll say folktale and the students go time, time. And they knew it was time for a fun African entertaining folktale. So the story I'm going to reiterate and retell is Anansi and the Moss Covered Rock. Uh, it was retold by Eric J. Kimmel. And I've used his books for years um, when I'm sharing with Anansi. Um, but I'm going to have my own little twist to it. Um, and I can't wait for you to hear it. So when I do my sound effects in my classroom, I have my students repeat it. So usually I'll like, you know, gesture to my nose or I'll point and then they will be loud and share the sound effect. That call and response is so paramount in our cultural practice when we are sharing our uh, African stories. It gets the audience involved and also makes them pay attention. All right, let's start. Time was... Anansi was walking, walking, walking in the cool forest until he came across a moss-covered rock. Doesn't have moss on it yet, but you can imagine. And Anansi looked down and he said, hmm, now isn't that a strange moss-covered rock? Kaboom! Down fell Anansi, senseless. He woke up, his head was spinning, he did not know what happened to him. So then he tried it again and he looked and he said, hmm, okay, I'm thinking back now. I was walking in this forest. I came across this rock and I looked and I said, isn't that a strange Moscow rock? Mm, kaboom. He fell again. Then he thought to himself, okay, let me try one more time. I'm walking through this forest. 
And I see this moss-covered... <laughs> I'm not going to say the magic words because I know what happened. When I fell down twice, I understood the meaning of that. And he thought to himself and he rubbed his legs together and he goes, hmm, I know how to use this trick to my best ability. So he started walking, walking, walking back into town. And the first house he saw was Lion. And on Lion's front porch was a whole porch full of bananas. Ooh, Anansi loved bananas. But Anansi was way too lazy to pick the bananas himself. So he said, oh, hi, Lion. Man, it's hot today. And Lion said, oh, yes, Anansi, it is so hot. Well, I'm going for a walk in the cool forest. Would you like to come? And Lion looked at Anansi and said, well, yes, thank you, Anansi. So Anansi and Lion went walking, walking, walking in the cool forest. And they came across you know what? And Anansi looked down at the rock and he looked up at Lion and he said, oh, Lion, do you see what I see? And Lion looked down and he said, oh, Anansi, that really is a strange moss-covered rock. Kaboom! And my students would all go, kaboom! And down fell Lion. So Anansi ran to Lion's house and stole all of Lion's bananas. He stole everything but left one tiny banana peel. So by the time Lion woke up, his head was spinning. He didn't know what happened to him. He couldn't find Anansi. So he walked back home and saw his whole porch was ransacked from his bananas. And Lion was so sad. Oh, he was so disappointed. But Anansi, oh, he was so excited. He could not wait to play this trick again. So next door, he went walking, walking, walking to Zebra's house. And at Zebra's porch, Zebra had a whole porch full of mangoes. And Anansi loved mangoes. Oh, the juicy rind that you peel. Oh, he was just, his mouth was salivating. And so he looked at <laughs> Zebra and he said, oh, good day, Zebra. Man, it's hot outside today. And Zebra said, yeah, it is hot. And Zebra was out there fanning herself. And he looked at Zebra. He goes, you know what, Zebra? Let's go cool off in the forest. You know, I just have a really good spot we could walk to. So Zebra looked at Anansi. She goes, okay, let's go. So Zebra and Anansi went walking, walking, walking in the cool forest. And then they came across the rock. So Anansi looking down, looking up, smiling at Zebra now, like, okay, we're going to do this again. So Anansi looked down and he looked up at Zebra and he said, oh, Zebra, look at that. Look at that. Do you see where I'm pointing to? And, and Zebra looked down and she goes, oh, yeah, Anansi, that is a strange moss-covered rock. Kaboom. Down fell Zebra. And Anansi went running back to Zebra's house, stole all of her mangoes. And by the time Zebra woke up, oh my goodness, her head was spinning. She didn't know where she was, didn't know what happened. She walked right back home and saw every single one of her mangoes was gone. I mean, she he didn't even, she 
it just it was just empty so empty and she just started crying wah, wah, wah. and then I have my students go wah, wah, wah. and so I would keep repeating and the story would keep going where Anansi went on next door and I would tell my students okay kids when I point to you you yell kaboom so they know the pattern so Anansi went to chimpanzee's house and stole all his food what happened to chimpanzee Kaboom. Oh, Anansi went to, uh, oh man, you could think of all the animals. Anansi went to Hippo's house. What happened to Hippo? Kaboom. Anansi went to Monkey's house. What happened to Monkey? Kaboom. So then, from behind the trees was Little Bush Deer. And Little Bush Deer was smart and very quiet. She didn't like Anansi playing all these tricks on her friends. So she decided by watching him doing all this stuff that she was going to give him a taste of his own medicine. So little Bushier went deep into the forest where the coconut trees grew. And she grabbed down lots of coconuts and put them in her basket. And she shimmied her way back to her home and set them on the porch and waited because next time Anansi came walking, walking, walking to little bush deer's house and he saw the whole row of coconuts, some ripe, some not. He was imagining just drinking the coconut milk inside and he looked with the biggest eyes he ever had and he said to little bush deer, good day, little bush deer. And little Bishir knew all about his little trick. And she smiled and said, hello, Anansi. And Anansi said, oh, man, it is hot outside today. And little Bishir says, yes, it is. Well, I'm going for a walk for in the cool, cool forest, little Bishir. You want to come with me? And little Bishir sat up and she said, yes, I will. So. Little Bush Deer and Anansi went walking, walking, walking in the cool forest. And by the time Anansi got to that rock, he looked down, he looked up at Little Bush Deer and he said, oh, Little Bush Deer, do you see what I see? And Little Bush Deer knew all about Anansi's trick. She looked down at that rock and she said, mm, I don't see anything. Shocked. Anansi looked at her and said, oh, come on, look, 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 look where I'm pointing to right here. What do you see right here? And she still looked at him and said, hmm, I don't see anything, Anansi. Oh, Anansi got really, really mad. He was, was like, you know, just look, just look, look, at. I'm pointing all my egg, eight legs on this thing. Just look where I'm pointing to. Look where I'm pointing to. And little Bushier's like, I don't know. I don't see what you're pointing at. And then Anansi got very mad. And he said, oh, you see it. You just don't want to say it. And little Bushier looked at him and said, say what? You're supposed to say, isn't this a strange moss-covered rock? Kaboom. Down fell Anansi. Little Bushier ran to Anansi's house and got all of her animal friends. And they took back all the fruits and the items that Anansi had taken from them. 
So by the time Anansi woke up, his head was spinning. He knew what happened, and he walked back home to his empty house as lazy as he was before. The end. Oh, my students get a kick out of our Anansi stories. And you know what? Sometimes when, you know, teachers make mistakes or the smart board isn't working or the bandwidth isn't working, I blame Anansi. It's always Anansi's fault. I always say, oh, Anansi, you playing tricks on us. I'm going to put you in timeout. I'm going to make you take a break. Oh, and my kids just love it. So like I said, our African folk tales are so important to share with your students. They provide humor. Some of our stories provide really great moral lessons about moral character. And a lot of our stories have that meaning and that connection of our ancestors who said it to our people generations ago so that people like myself can share our family stories with you all. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you like more stories for me to share, please hit me in the DM and give me some ideas of stories you'd like to hear. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. I love a great review so I can get more viewership and your help and support will get me right where I need to be. Take care, everyone, and have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to Cultural Curriculum Chat with Jebba Edmonds. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. We will be here same time, same place next week. Take care. Bye-bye.